0: Hmm. Recorded live.
1: Welcome to the John and Paul Radio Show, brought to you by Aim the Network at AdventuresInMinistry.com, where we have resources and free stuff, including our app. Ten thousand people have downloaded the app and are now using the app. So please download that. You can use it for your ministries and, and anything that you have need. It is free. Great information there, and great information today. Today is yet another big show. In fact, we had to take a week off to be able to come up and find so much big stuff to talk about. Um, There was a college football game last Monday night. No one wants to talk about that. So we'll get right into NFL football. That happens later on. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. And then big news, and then we have a great guest, and John Podine on the other end. How are you doing, my
0: friend? I'm doing well. It's been a it's been a busy morning, um, but things are going well, except for the fact right now I'm stuck behind a semi in between Montgomery and Auburn, and I'm trying to get to Atlanta to catch a flight. And if they don't move, I may have to walk.
1: Okay, sounds good. Um, so you had a pretty eventful morning.
0: Yes, yes, we've had a very eventful morning. Um, for all those who are listening and, and are interested in there, today, Faulkner University named its new president, the eighth president in the history of the school. And, uh, and, that, is, about it. and, and uh, that
1: is a big thing, right? That's a big thing, and the big thing is happening soon for Faulkner University. And I know we want to talk about that. We want to get into that. I know I said I didn't want to talk about college football. But, John, did you know that Alabama Crimson Tide, they did make the national championship final game? Did you know that?
0: Did they really? You know, I, they you know did. I did see somebody post something about it. and They did. I heard, they did. I heard their secondary showed up.
1: Yeah, their secondary showed up in the uniforms of the Oregon Ducks. So that, that was a great, great thing. Glad they were able to show up for that. Well, that's
0: great. So the SEC still was in the national championship. Oh, yeah.
1: Tried and true. Just let them throw the ball right by me and you. It was wonderful. Um, it is what it is. But, hey. Alabama is winning the national championship in recruiting right now. They have all 28 um, um, signees already, Um, so they might as well have National Signing Day yesterday. Um, And so we're looking forward to that. Ohio State still has three quarterbacks sitting on the bench. We'll see how they respond to that. You got a new coach. You know, the Ducks will probably never make it back to the national championship game again. You know, so many things going on, so many things happening.
0: I know all of you Alabama fans are now scared, you know, that, that Florida is sitting there with its eight mitt so far, and we're wondering, you know, we're, we're going to have National Signing Day Splash.
1: That's right.
0: It's going to be of course, It's going to go and just be completely terrible. But it's okay because that's what we love to talk about on this show.
1: That's right. Big things, and, um And exciting things, and you were just about to say, and I cut you off because I wanted you to wait, but we have the drum roll now, and I would like for John Fodun to be the one, you know, because he's the info guy, um, to be the one to tell our listening audience who our new president of Faulkner University is.
0: Oh, wow, Paul. Thank you for the honor that I get to tell everybody first who the new president is that's not associated with the school. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> they don't
1: care. it's kind of an
0: inside joke. If you have any idea, if you have any association with the school, you pretty much know who it is. But our new president that will start June the 1st of this year, the beginning of the fiscal year, is Dr. Mike Williams. He is currently the vice president of Advancement at Harding University. And, um, Paul, let me just tell you, this man comes with the credentials. Um Chairman of our, bo- of our board was speaking to us this morning first to the faculty and staff and administration in our, in our uh, assembly we had this morning, and he was just telling us about all the things that uh, the, the smart people say is needed in a president, and, he, and they list three, and he qualifies all three. And if he can do half as what we think he can do, The future is very, very bright for Faulkner. President Billy Heuer has done a tremendous job over the last 40 years, and the last 25 as president, doing a great job and laying the foundation. But folks, and I know we have a lot of alumni that listen to this podcast, there are some bright days coming um, for Faulkner in the future, and we want all of you to be a part of it get to know this guy he we got to hear him speak for a little bit I didn't get a chance to meet him because I had to get on the interstate to get on the road to get to my flight but he he seems like a very genuine guy his wife was here she's supportive we had the governor that was out the the governor sent a senator to come and and welcome in the state of Alabama the mayor was supposed to be here but he's in he's uh out of the countries, so the chief of staff here was welcoming Mike to the city of Montgomery. And and it was just an exciting day on campus today,
1: Paul. That's awesome. And um, a lot of the uh, press that's occurred lately, it's, it's a good day for Paul. And it's a good day to see things, uh, the change that is about to take place. And I'm just really excited for our school um, and what it, it represents. It's going to be great. Uh, and I know a little bit about um, um, Dr. Williams. Um, he is a good friend of a friend, and so I've heard really good things about him. He's solid, and he's going to represent the school well. So the future definitely looks bright.
0: Very much so. I think he's going to be, and for a lot of our alumni who, who um, are listening to this, you know, that's one of the things that we've always stressed, even while we were students there. Is, you know, you know when, like the president is real visible. I think this is going to be the type of guy that's going to be there. He's going to interact with the students. He's going to interact with the staff. He's going to know them by name, and you're just, genuinely
1: going to like this guy. I, I have yet to hear one negative thing about him. Cool. Um, yeah, he does come from Harding. Um, and, um, of course, um, some good things happening, um, a good direction happening with, with Harding now. And um, and so I just got a text from Del Jenkins asking if there was an announcement yet. Uh, he hates it when I scoop him, let me just tell you that.
0: Uh, I he hates it you can tell yeah. that I beat him on a scoop.
1: We scoop you. Scoop. Because
0: you need to tell Dale to call in and to listen to our show, and and I can give him all the scoops he needs at Auburn University.
1: Yeah, Alana is on the show.
0: Well, and we do got some positive things going around there. You know, last semester kind of ended on a on a on a tough note, and uh, yep. everything is very positive going right now on campus, and uh, even within our athletic department. And things are really turning around in a positive direction. um we had our first Tuesday night depot the other night um had 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 uh the uh, young man baptized there we um just, there's some a positive vibe going on right now and and we need that because at eight we
1: weeks, do. That,
0: that positive vibe may be toward hatred towards each other because it's timberbury, but we'll talk about that in eight week,
1: yeah. Well, um, John, this morning, just before this podcast, I was on a conference call about last hour talking with uh, Veronica Connolly and um, Dennis Washington and a, a new friend um, of our Exposure Youth Camp family. His name is Stroud. Um, he is um, a friend of ours that we're talking to about um, the future of um, website design, apps, and other things that are going to take place. And um, so I'm really excited about the future. It's going to be bright. To be great. And um, why not let's go ahead and talk more about exposure and how awesome it is. But to be honest with you, John, it wouldn't have been what it was without one specific person.
0: Oh, you're absolutely right, Paul. You know, we, we've been doing this for, this was the 17th year. And for the majority of the time, we've worked with, with some great people throughout those years. But, you know, you and I, we, we talked kind of privately. We were definitely nervous a little bit about making this move to Atlanta a new location, and, I mean, we were excited because we were going to Atlanta, baby. That's right. That's right. Nervous about it. And this person, she just really, I mean, if it wasn't for her, exposure wouldn't have been the success it was this year.
1: I mean, the phone calls we had to make, the um, the texts that were going till 1, 2, 3 in the morning, just being there for us, always making sure we had everything that we needed the one person that, that knew who to talk to to get everything done. I mean, luckily, luckily, out of that entire staff, that entire hotel, luckily, we were able to have that one person that could do that for us, and, and we are so excited. And that person is a lot of mayor. Let me tell you right now, first of all, she is not related to John. We've already asked her that. We got the other way. Um, and I know some people are sad, but let me tell you, she don't even know John Mayer, all right? she she Ilana That's all we need. And so... Um, let me just tell you right now, and I want to introduce to the room and to to the nation, to the John and Paul Show Nation, Alana Mayer is in the show. Alana, welcome to the John and Paul Show.
2: Good morning, gentlemen. Congratulations on your new president and the app. I actually have downloaded it on two of my phones, so I'm two of your users for sure, so we have to make sure everyone else gets on it as well. But I'm so <laughs> happy to be joining you today. How are things in ATL today? They're freezing cold. Great. Don't tell me that. That's where I'm heading right now. Yeah, it's fine. Just bring a jacket. <laughs>
0: we'll be prepared. Alana, we're, we're just so grateful that you're here. You know, we, we've we gotten to know you now over these last couple of months, and, and really, you know, we kind of really built this friendship. I, I was thinking the other day, I was telling Paul, you know, we haven't talked to Alana in like a week. I'm, I'm having like a Alana withdrawal.
2: I know. It uh, becomes like not the norm, not okay. I'm trying to find reasons to email you when it's not for, you know. <laughs> Not fun exactly. reasons like your bill. So.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, a lot of tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, let let some of our listening um, crowd. You know, how did you get into this this whole thing of event planning and and working at the Marriott? And because you're you're from the Northeast, you're you're a New Yorker.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I am from New York. I uh, went to UMass Amherst for hospitality and tourism. The story goes way way back. I, but I've been in the hospitality industry in some capacity since I was like 14, bussing tables. You know. Nonsense like that, but uh, it made me who I am today. So I've been in different aspects of the industry and they've all been amazing. And a few years ago, someone suggested that I should do event planning, and I was like, no, nah, that sounds horrible. And then I fell in love with it and I've been doing it ever since. So um, I came to Atlanta to come to this amazing hotel. We're the third largest in the country, and we just got rated number 15 as best meeting and events location. In the World, basically, by C-Vent. So that just came out yesterday. So that is huge, huge for the hotel and for the experience that I get while I'm here. And I truly, truly, truly love my job. And it's because of people like you guys and your group that just make it exciting, you know, and there's always a different aspect and something else to plan and new things that you have to arrange. And without the two of you, I know you try to give me a lot of credit, but without the two of you, none of it would have happened. And I think it was amazing. So thank you.
1: Well, um and John, and I going to sort of go back and forth on some questions here, but um a lot let me ask how many conventions like like exposure that size? I know you do a lot, how many do you think you do throughout that one year?
2: How many do I do total as a hotel or just individually?
1: Yeah. you you personally as a as a coordinator?
2: Um I probably average one a week, so fifty two to seventy. There's some groups that have like large affiliates, so say it was your group, but then we broke it down and we had an additional 144 contacts because we'll, like, utilize our meeting suites. So if you counted those, I mean, we'd be in the hundreds. But large groups like this, typically, i probably do, like, 40 to 50. Wow, Paul, I,
0: mean, I'm not, I, didn't, I think that probably caught you a little off
2: guard there, didn't it?
1: A little bit, yeah. So now she's going to be on a podcast with 40 other people this week this year. Right. Well,
2: I'm... Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I was so excited to be on this. I mean, no one else has a podcast. You guys are doing it right. Hey, of I
0: know we have a lot of people who listen, um, who do events. And, in fact, that's where I'm, I'm getting ready to get to the airport because I've got to fly to Dallas to do a youth rally this weekend, and that's where I'm heading to do one. What is your recommendation for people who do events and put this – Put these things on. I mean, we learned a lot from you. What What are some of the biggest mistakes you think people make in trying to plan
2: events? Um, I think when people get involved with being a meeting planner or an event planner, uh, they think of it as like the luxurious idea as opposed to the logistical piece. And I think I've been so successful because the logistical piece is my passion. And in our job, you really have to love what you're doing. Otherwise, it's it, it Shows. You know, we do work long hours, and if you don't love what you do, it, it burns you out. So I think that is the biggest mistake people make. They look at it at the glitz and glam and the famous people and, you know, the fancy dinners and the galas, as opposed to what the meat and potatoes of it is, is trying to figure out how you can manage a hotel that has, you know, 30, 40 different departments and all of the hosts that are associated with that to execute on something that's a huge, huge picture. You know, it's not just your meal function. It's not just your sleeping rooms. You have to go everything to your luggage storage and your transportation and where you're going to park and how people are going to show up and how many people you have to staff at the front desk because we don't know what time you're coming. So really looking at it um, as a big picture and then breaking it down to the smaller pieces to make sure that you're ready for anything that's going to happen. And that's the biggest thing. So I think people think that things are just going to come together and then they forget about the little details and that's what really makes a difference. So if you plan accordingly, there's you know, minimal things that go wrong once you're on site. Well, we can
0: definitely say we definitely try to listen to you, especially with the arrival and especially with, with departing. I, I hope we learned a lot, don't you think, Paul?
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I think the leaving, I'm not going to say it was seamless, but it went pretty well. If we can get the arriving, uh, to me, that's what the, the leaving part. I think we'll be in good shape.
2: And that's the thing. We focused so much on the departure because that's what we were concerned about prior to you guys actually coming that right. the departure went really, really well. It didn't even so much dawn on us that the arrival would be a little bit different than we expected it to be. So now we can just better prepare for next year, and it will be even better than it was this year.
1: There you go. There you go. Hey, Lana, I know you, you deal with a lot of different groups. What's the – and if you can't name the group at time, I'm just curious the kind of people, your kind of clientele, aside from just a youth event like like ours, but what's the greatest challenge you've had with with um, having uh, groups into the hotel there for a convention?
2: I think the greatest challenge is not the groups not knowing really what they need in the contract phase. So if you sign your contract five years out and, you don't realize that you need a ballroom for additional days. Because of how busy we are busy we are at this property, it becomes more difficult obtaining additional space after the fact and then realizing that your agenda for what you're planning isn't conducive to the space that you've contracted. So really I wish we had more space. That's that's really it. We'd always like to add You know, another ballroom, we always say, we joke around that if we only had one more meeting space, we'd be good. But honestly, if we had one more meeting space, that would be full, too. So it's just coordinating what you need far enough out that you have the space when it gets to the time that you're ready to execute your event. So that's definitely the biggest challenge. But you guys did a great job. You had perfect, exactly what you needed.
0: well, we'll, Well, we'll give back credit to Paul
1: right
2: there for, for everything. I don't know about that. Well 17 done. 17
0: years, we finally got it right. <laughs>
2: right, right. As long as it happened eventually. That's right.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, what do you, do you, um, when you get these groups that come in here, and especially with our situation, it was kind of unique because you had us there and then you had the Chick-fil-A Bowl going there. Is that kind of like a nightmare for hotels?
2: No, not really. It was actually ideal because uh, you were both large groups. So you took up the majority of the hotel. So that narrowed it down to really only two groups. When it becomes a little bit more chaotic and harder to manage is when you have like five or six groups, a lot of smaller meetings or, you know, medium-sized meetings. And then you have transient guests that are coming in just for the weekend so that they can, you know, go see the CNN Center. That's when it becomes a little bit harder. It was actually really nice that the hotel was split between the two of you because there was one other event manager that I was coordinating with, so we were making sure that we weren't overlapping as opposed to doing that time six. And the two groups worked really, really, really well because of the values of both of them. So it was really ideal. I know you spoke about your last podcast, like how it was great having them here in TCU especially so we don't know what will happen in future years because we never know which groups, um, which teams are going to make it to the bowl. But it did work out really nice this year.
1: Yeah, we'd like to get TCU there every year if we could. That was that was pretty neat. Right, um, and they won. They may not, they may not want to be there every year, but they may be, you know, somewhere else. But um, right. but it was it, it was cool. It was cool. For them to be there.
2: Yeah. Either yeah. way, we want the winning team. <laughs> That's right. That's right. right. We started a trend. Exactly. It's yeah, always good for the hotel.
0: We, we're <laughs> actually have, are trying to get in conversations, Alana, and maybe get your help with this. You know, we're going to rename it instead of Chick-fil-A Peace Bowl. We're just going to call, call it the Exposure Youth Camp Bowl from here on out.
2: Send me the petition, whatever I have to do. <laughs> That's right. I like it. I'm sure Chick-fil-A won't care at all. I absolutely do <laughs> <not>. Right.
1: <laughs> just keep our banner hanging. We'll be fine. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you, Lana, I'm going to ask you a question completely offbeat here.
2: It's I do completely
1: away from what we're talking about. I've got to know this. I just heard um, I, from my contacts in Atlanta, I heard Gaddis is going to Houston. I'm not asking you to, to confirm that or deny that. My question is, why is it we're getting rid of all the talent for the Braves? What's happening?
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No idea. <laughs> You're wrong person. Wrong person. You want me to find someone in the office? I could find an answer for you. <laughs> Someone's got to know. That's what I'm here for, to find you answers. I, mean, I don't come have on. all of them. I
1: know. You find <laughs> the answers. You find the answers. Uh, stay tuned next week, as we'll find out why. the lot of are being decimated.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'll follow up with a memo coming. and an email. I'll make sure to copy all of you and the nation on it.
1: That's ground zero. Uh, a lot of mayor there. The report. So.
2: <laughs> I mean, is he making more money there? Because I feel like that would be the answer.
1: I just don't know why we're getting rid of everybody. I mean, if you're going to lose an upkin, don't let it be. I mean, let it be BJ.
2: Don't let it be Justin.
1: Why are we getting rid of the talent? I don't understand.
2: It's it's unfortunate. If I knew who it was, it would be even more unfortunate. You know, we we've talked
0: about about, Paul, and I've talked about you know we like going and watching the bracelet. We, we won't know who anybody is this year on the roster. We're going to have to, like, get an encyclopedia and get Wikipedia out to be able to figure out who they are.
2: But that's not what the Braves games are about. It's really just about sitting there and being outside. <laughs> you can't you read it to for to the win. most part.
1: Yeah. You want to win?
2: It's the, the experience, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I still
1: hold out for that day, and y'all don't remember, but I hold out for that day with Dale Murkin where the three still comes out. Um, and those those powder blue uniforms, and uh, oh, those were the days. Of course, we didn't win then either, so what's the big deal?
2: <laughs> <laughs> just be with great company. You don't watch it, watch the game at all, and then you'll just enjoy your time regardless. Oh, that's oh, not kind of like
0: falling wow. down the last phrase game we
2: went to. Wait, are we supposed to be talking about sports? Because I'm really just trying know. to deter it. <laughs> I don't
1: know. It's, it's, it's just what it is. It's a bad commentary. <laughs> Oh my goodness.
2: I heard you but didn't um, you want to talk about those Patriots or
1: something? Yeah. yeah. Not really. But we will in just a minute. a uh, lot well, let me ask this question. What what's top what is top shelf for you in your in your um job area right now and um what is when you know and you may be there now, you may be where you've arrived, but everybody strives for, for more and, and to, to do more and do bigger and better things. What what's next for you?
2: Well, that's my problem. I, I always want more, which is like a constant we all do. struggle. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but I love the property that I'm at right now, and what I've obtained by being here and the experience I've gotten has been amazing. Uh, eventually, I would love to be a director of event planning and really have a team that I could lead and you know, bring some of my experience from different properties and my learnings and really be able to teach other people and watch them grow, because I found that that's been one of my favorite parts of doing my job is having you know new people come that haven't done the job in any capacity or any function and starting from scratch and seeing what they understand, what they don't understand, what I do that, you know, they can emulate that works for them and some things that work for me that will never work for them. And really just taking that and seeing the growth and, you know, their career growing in Marriott has been amazing. So I would love to have a team of managers under me that I could, lead and learn from, that would be ideal. Uh, at the end of the road, I would love to be a general manager, but I'm trying to take it in small chunks, because if I think about the end too soon, I may never get there. That's cool. And, and then when I'm, sh- I'm sure if I got to the general manager level, there would be something after that. So there is
1: no mm-hmm. end. Well, that's human nature. We, we get that. Right. Uh, let me ask this cause I, before John does, because I'm not thinking about it. Um, were you there or around when they actually filmed the Hunger Games?
2: I was not. It happened right before I started here, but uh-huh. I saw the movie and I saw the hotel, which was awesome.
1: <laughs> I watched the second one on purpose just to watch the um, the elevator and the 10th the, 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 uh, floor. They did stuff on the 10th floor, the skyline level. It was kind of cool to see familiar right. areas there. Is there a chance they'll come back and film again?
2: Probably. I mean, they have one more movie left, right? Yeah, they have one more movie left, definitely. And I believe they were here for the second movie and the third movie. So, I mean, we have very creative, original space. So it Mm -hmm. it really does work well. You can't find it in many other places. But I was sitting in the movie theater with my mom and my brother and, you know, three other people. And I'm, like, hitting everyone in the middle of it, saying, (laughs) that's the hotel, that's the hotel. And they're like, no. I'm like, yeah. And I couldn't rewind it because we're in a movie theater. But I'm sure I'll torture them with it when it comes out. That's what
0: my daughter did. We were sitting in the middle of the, of the uh, theater, and all of a sudden she just yelled out, That's a Marriott Marquis in Atlanta! And everybody turns around and like, Yeah! yeah. <laughs> like, how do you know that? He <laughs> said, <laughs> That's our hotel!
2: but it's definitely one of those things like the architecture of the building when you walk out and you look at the atrium and you look up it is impressive every time i've been here for a year and it never ceases to amaze me it gets more and more beautiful as the day goes on as the sun setting as it gets dark and the lights all are illuminated you don't lose it at other properties there are aspects of it that you look and you forget how appealing it is until you have new faces come and be like, oh, that's gorgeous. It doesn't happen here. You're oh, I always feel like I'm in awe of how gorgeous this building is.
0: Well, you know, we're just hoping that next time y'all get, like, a big thing, like, if, if you know, the Hunger Games were to show up, you just let us know so we can have a board meeting during that time.
2: Absolutely. I mean, do you want to be suspended from the ceiling and drop for you to absolutely, I will absolutely do it in a heartbeat. Next year. He would
1: do it. I'll watch him from the floor.
2: This year, actually, 2015, whenever you're ready, let me know. Yeah. We'll get a crane up there. I'm sure it would only be a couple hundred thousand dollars. No <laughs> <That'd> big <be laughs> deal. No <That'd> big <be> deal. No <laughs> big deal. 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 If you're riding off broken. everything like we did at the so
0: weekend, We're
2: good. Just ask yeah. Chick-fil-A. I'm sure they would be happy to change the name of their bowl and pay for you to be suspended at the same time. Yeah. I don't mind. they yeah. No. It'd be great.
0: Um, but we're just so grateful that you joined us today to be able to sit here and talk a little bit about it and, and what you do because I know there's so many guys out there that, that want to do some some programs at hotels and, and do things like that, and, and we just got to say um, we have the best. We have we have the best event planner around, so nobody, mm-hmm. nobody can top a lot.
2: I am so touched, and it has been such a pleasure working with you guys and chatting on the phone and having conversations and working through everything. And I'm looking forward to this year even more because I can't imagine it not being perfect because we were so close to perfect this year. And it has been a great relationship. And the fact that you put me on this podcast, I will never, ever, 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 ever forget it. That's why you want to speak so <laughs> you can take
0: it and, and, and show it off to everybody, right?
2: You gotta right. You to to your office. And say, oh, I'm p- posting on Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> if I can get it on Instagram, I'm going to send it to the whole hotel, I mean, uh, you really took a risk. You had no idea what I was going to say.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Brett Thomas is in the chat room. Brett, I'm sorry. You're no longer our agent. We have a new one now. We don't need you anymore. Kenny, um, Brett, love you. Just uh, send
2: me the paperwork. It's fine.
1: There you go. All right. Oh, wait. Well, let's talk about the really important stuff, you know, the, the reason why we're all here, um, and, and that is NFL playoffs. AFC Championship Game, NFC Championship Game. We got four teams. It, it's down to the wire. You know, we're gonna let everybody get their picks. We're gonna let Alana get her picks, John and myself, and we're gonna see what's gonna happen. In all this, we got we gotta decide what's gonna happen and, and who wins all this deal here. We got the, the Packers are, are um, going to take on the Seahawks, and then of course we got the um, the Colts going in to take on the um, the Patriots, and you know, let's let's start with. Um, the Cheeseheads and the and the Seahawks here. Alana, what do you think? The Packers, Eddie Lacy, former Bama running back right there, ran pretty well last week. Right,
2: and right. they going in to
1: take on Wilson of the Seahawks. What do you think there?
2: Right, right. Well, I'm going to go with the really educated guess on this and say the Seahawks uniform is much nicer, and I'm going to bet on that. <laughs> so I have a lot Thank of knowledge you. and stats to back up my – my bad, So we're gonna go with the Seahawks.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right there, and the words of wisdom that everybody's been looking for, you can place your your bet. Even though we, you know, we we, we encourage you to, to be smart, but uh, you that emerald
1: green, green, though, it is sharp. I, I'm up in mm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well,
0: well, you know, Paul, I've kinda actually got to go with the law right there because you know you got Aaron Rodgers who's sitting here limping with half a cap. And um, I just don't think, you know, Seahawks are just – they're just moving too good. They're just going. there Everything is going in the right direction. What Russell Wilson is you – know, he's on target with everything. Um, I don't think it's going to be close.
1: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. You just want to uh, say the Packers because you want to – I don't make. want
1: to agree because I want the Packers to, to go. But, but I mean, if you're thinking about who you think will win, I think you are all right. I think that they do look pretty. And they will throw the ball first. So,
2: I told um, you. I've done my research. Yeah, you're right.
1: You're absolutely right. You should listen to her first. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, I, I agree. The Seahawks will probably uh, win over the Packers, but I want the Pack to go to the Super Bowl. I'm just. I gotta say that. All right, Alana. Here we go. We got the Colts. You know, they got they got a, a blue horseshoe on their helmet. Horseshoe. Right. right.
2: Right. Right. Okay. And, and
1: white all the way down. So got you it. You got the Colts, and you have <laughs> you have the Patriots. I mean, okay. God bless
0: America?
1: I don't know. So, no. I don't
0: know
2: if, America. if we're going with the uniforms, because the mm-hmm. Colts' colors are the same as the Cowboys, I would want to stay away from them. <laughs> but, I like
1: this girl. Um,
2: I'm going to have to say the Colts, because if the Pats win, nah, no more. No. Mm. Nope. I think she's kind
0: of making that decision with her heart. What do you
2: think? Yeah, that's think all so. heart. Because being from I New York, so. being a Giants fan, going to school in Massachusetts, and being surrounded by 32,000 Patriots fans for four years, I mm. could never, ever, ever root for them. So cult it is. <laughs> oh, so they, <laughs> so
0: they become like Florida State fans, huh? Right. Oh,
2: oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: same problem, Uh a quarterback
0: well, what do I, <laughs> but what do you
1: think, Paul? Uh, I like her pick, um, and for me, it's a hard thing too because um, I can't stand uh, Tom Brady. I can't stand him at all. I mm-hmm. think he is—he's so smug, and I just—I just can't take it. <laughs> I can't, um, and, and I like Andrew Luck. I think he's got a strong arm and he's a mobile quarterback. Uh, and I, I would like to see the Colts win this, but I, I'm gonna I'm to pick the Colts here because there's no way I would I, I ever pick the Patriots or anything. Oh man, oh man,
0: oh man! Are you are you saying that this is gonna come down to me now?
1: It's all you, buddy.
0: Oh man, you know I would love to pick the Colts because of everything that y'all said so far, but I don't. But it was surprising that they're even in this spot to begin with. Um, I, really didn't <laughs> I knew you'd so play this far. I really didn't think they would make it this far. And how do you go against – and I know he's kind of an evil genius there with Bill Belichick, but uh, how do you go against what they've done? Um, I really don't think either one of them will win the Super Bowl. I think Seattle will ultimately win it. But uh, I I guess I, I have to go – and this is not a hard thing by any means, but I, I would have to lean toward, toward the Patriots.
1: Boo. <laughs> you. So, we,
0: we, we were safe no longer likes me. She's going to call
2: Paul now all the time. Right. I already <laughs> deleted your phone number. Oh, you're out.
1: <laughs> you are out.
2: That's okay. As long as you're wrong, it'll be fine.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. <laughs> so much. Well, I, I, did, I did try to pick Ohio State a couple of weeks ago, and Paul talked me out. Of it, so.
2: Yeah,
0: I did. What was I thinking?
1: Oh well. Hey, and when we talk about and pick the Super Bowl picks and the Super Bowl game, actually, John, we may or may not—I know I will be, you may be—in the same location we were for the big announcement last year, when we told the world that we're going to Atlanta. We're moving from Huntsville to Atlanta. So, kind of a not a bitter thing anymore. Now it's a sweet thing because it's like it works so well. And, and to be honest, it's sort of to round this out, Alana, I'm not just—I'm not, I'm not just saying this. We knew that day a year ago in, um, in Jackson, Tennessee, when we made that announcement, we knew it would be difficult. We knew it would be tough, but you have made it a smooth transition for us, and we really do appreciate you, your work, and all your folks that helped you out there at the hotel.
2: Thank you. And it means so much to me and the entire team. We actually had our hotel manager and Xavier, who you awarded the oh, yes. uh, gold key, listen to the podcast that you spoke about it the first time a few weeks ago, and they were so happy, too. And after you left, we've just been beaming and talking about it, and we, we can't say how much we appreciate all of it. I appreciate oh, it personally, and I, I know you want to give me the credit, and I can't thank you enough, but both of you had so, 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 so much to do with the success of this conference. Well, we're,
0: we're just excited. We can't, we can't wait. We can't wait. In fact, we're going to have our – kind of our post-convention meeting um, in a couple of weeks when we have all of our board back together and some of our executive committee here in Montgomery, and we're just, gonna, we're just ready to start planning 2015.
2: I'm ready whenever you guys are. Cool. Perfect. Well, Lana, thanks so much
1: for coming in today and uh, being a part of the show and uh, make sure and uh, share to the world all the things that we said today.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, gentlemen. I look forward to talking to you soon. It should be you know, just a couple of days.
1: Sounds oh, good. Thanks have,
2: a lot. Have a great weekend. Thank you.
1: You too. Bye. Bye. Well, folks,
0: there you have it. it Event coordinator extraordinaire, Alana Mayer.
1: That's
0: it. And you know what, Paul? Um, we knew everything, her whole team that got together to and work, and, and the whole hotel staff, and I know we've talked about it before, they really, this really made it a wonderful experience this year to be
1: exposure in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. Um, And and to be honest, it was better than I expected. Uh, And you and I talked a lot. I spoke a lot about this. Um, We felt like there would be a lot of troubleshooting that will happen in a new location and everything. And to be honest, the only hiccup I felt like we really had really was the the coming in. And and we did the best we could with that. Um, We've made some rankings already and already – Making plans for that, and and like like a lot of inches this year was so good. <laughs> Imagine what this year be like, you know? Because we're already ahead of the game, and um, so I'm excited about it. It's going to be really cool. Looking forward to it.
0: I I am too. And so we want you to go ahead and get out and start spreading the word about it. um Go ahead start planning. Go to 2015, seems to be three, and uh, we want to see all of you there and see all the groups that are new that are going to be joining us and. Uh, Hey, let's, let's
1: kick Chick-fil-A out of the hotel. What do you say? Or get them to provide breakfast for us. Ooh, yeah,
0: that would be good. That would be very nice. I think we should head saying, to their, their, their home office. What do you think when we're there one
1: day? I think so. Um, And I think um, I, I meant to ask a how that final singing affected the hotel, but we know how it did because we had people behind the desk, on the front desk, Back there, singing and <laughs> participating. I went back and said, "What are bothering y'all?" And she said, "Oh, you're not bothering us at all. Y'all just keep it up." So, I mean, people walking away from the bar to uh, come in and take part. It was a, it was a it was a really neat thing.
0: Absolutely, it was. You know, we're we're just grateful that we have some people there that we can work with, and, and um, to the whole staff, through the through the sales staff, to the actual convention event staff, to the Everybody who played a part into it. We just can't thank everyone enough.
1: That's true. That is absolutely true. Well, John, um, we, we've we've had a great great show today. We've talked about the um the new president, um, Dr. Mike Williams coming in to Faulkner University. Looking forward to um him coming in, being a part of our great school and making the, the great changes that need to be made to bring Faulkner to the next level. We talked to um um, the great, the, the incredible um, Alana Mayer and her, her wonderful staff, um, and let's include Christina in that too. She did she helped us in bringing the contracts together, and and uh, she got us the table and introduced us to Alana, and so uh, we we're right. really thankful, really thankful right. for all those all those things.
0: Well, Paul, you you know Alana mentioned that you know it's some of the failures kind of start in the contract. Stage of not getting everything that you need and planning ahead, and and Christina really headed that off for us, and and you know helped us think outside the box, and we tried to put our heads together, make sure there was nothing that we were miss- missing, and and uh, so you're right, that whole the whole staff from beginning to end.
1: Yeah, um, they're all fives in our book. I mean, don't you think, John?
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so since we since that's what we had to, had to go with.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, five is the best, so, so they're all fives in our book. But it, it, it's all of them. They all were um, respectful of our program and helped us in any chance they, that they could. And, uh, it was just great. It, it, we just we can keep talking about how great it was, but we just really appreciate them so much for all that. But we talked about the, the president. We talked about the hotel and Alana, and we talked about the um, NFL playoff picture. We've made our picks. You made your Super Bowl pick, my friend. And, um, I and I did. think it's safe to say we both did, because I'd I be glad Seahawks will probably end up going all the way. But um, we will see what happens this Sunday on that.
0: Yes, yes, we will. It should be exciting. And I noticed Paul has stayed away from the, the current national champion in football. But that's okay.
1: We can stay away from it. The season has already started fresh, so we, we won't be about last year. Is look forward to the future. And uh, that's, that's how I like to <laughs> live. So we'll do that. Um, John is on his way to an airplane at the airport there in Atlanta. He'll be heading to Dallas for CYC Dallas. So be careful on that. Do good. We know you will. Um, And look forward to talking to you about it when you return.
0: Hey, I cannot wait. I should see you
1: hopefully Sunday night right after church. Do you have any final words for the show, for our listening
0: audience? I just hope everybody stays warm, stays safe, don't get in trouble on your four-day weekend, and uh,
1: we look forward to talking to y'all soon. All right. On behalf of John Podine and Paul Spurlin, thank you for listening to the John and Paul Show. Uh, follow us on Twitter at John and Paul Show. Uh, also, we're on Facebook, and don't forget the website adventuresinministry.com. You can listen to all our podcasts under the podcast link, John and Paul Show. Download the app; over ten thousand people do. Um, Continue to do that. Continue to support great things like this. And we wish you a great day. God bless America. God bless you. And we'll see you next week.